0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Power to Perform podcast. I'm your host, Allie Mallory, and I am the Clinical Administrative Specialist here at PHP, and I have my Master's in Sport and Performance Psychology. And today I am here with two lovely ladies who I will let introduce themselves. Jada, let's start with you.
1: My name is Jada, I'm on the track and field team here at the University of Colorado, and I'm a grad student. Nice, Patty.
2: Hey, everyone. I'm Patty Wilson, a uh, doctoral extern, lucky enough to work here at PHP. I also have my master's in clinical psychology. Thank you, Patty. We're
0: lucky to have you. So to get this episode started, Jada, I have a question for you. Uh, I'd love to just hear a little bit about why you decided to be
1: on this podcast. Um, I decided to be on it because I have a lot of experience with previous anxiety, like every race, and um, I feel like a lot of track athletes have that experience that but it's not showing up the same or it doesn't show up the same for everyone and like there's no one way fits all but like people so I feel like people don't really talk about it because of that because like people are experiencing it different ways and um I also feel like my support system like having support also influences that um so yeah that's why I came on to talk about that yeah
2: and like how cool of you to name that that's what's going on because how, how much better would we all be if we could actually put a voice to what we're experiencing like you don't experience anxiety the same way someone else does but what if we actually started calling that out and making it known absolutely um,
0: so what have you done in the past to help with that pre-race anxiety
1: um, I've tried like the whole breathing techniques like breathing, like Counting numbers and stuff. Um, I spend time like talking to my support system, like my family and my friends, um, people around me, like who are kind of removed from what I'm experiencing. So just like talking, taking my mind off of it, or like spending time alone, um, stuff like that. That doesn't. I don't know if it definitely helps, but uh, that's just what I do. Support is definitely a huge factor in mitigating
2: pre-race anxiety. Uh, I wanted to bring up something, if it's okay with you ladies. Um, No, (laughs) never. Of course. (laughs) But just in, in having these conversations, oftentimes anxiety, I think, is looked at as something to be avoided or moved away from. And so there's a lot of different strategies out there, some of which we're naming. But part of me wonders, like, what would it be like if instead of trying to avoid it or change it, what if we allowed for it what if we made space for it what if we made friends with the monster who's who's creating that anxiety for us like what would that feel like
1: it seems kind of scary like of like looking at it from the outside but I guess accepting like the fear the anxiety like you are like this is okay is kind of changing the narrative on it instead of being like I'm afraid of this this monster instead I'm like It's okay. It's okay that I'm afraid, but it's like, we're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to invite it to lunch. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Going on a date with anxiety.
2: (laughs) That's what we should have named the podcast.
0: (laughs) No, that's so true. It's like you, you take the power away from the what the anxiety holds when you're able to kind of look at it differently. Mm -hmm. So that's a great point, Patty. Um, So how has your support system helped you along the way? I know you mentioned that earlier.
1: Um, well, my support system, like my parents, I call my mom all the time and she doesn't know anything about track. Like she's just starting to get into it because I haven't been running for that long. But, um, you know, she's just like, well, if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. I'm like, you're right. I'm making the conscious decision to be here. So she's like, I'm like, oh, I'm so nervous. She's like, well, like, are you that nervous that you want to quit? And I'm like. Well no, I'm not. But like like she reminds me that like this is a choice. Like I could leave and that's kinda of what I do too. I'm like, I could just not start this race right now. Like I could just not do it. Like it's really easy. I could just quit the team. But do I wanna do that? Like, no, I don't wanna do that. I wanna be here. I've been training, I've been working really hard and I wanna show what I can do basically. So like boiling it down to just like it's it's a choice, it's black and white, you either do it or you don't. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. And like it's almost like you have that power in that situation too like reminding you like oh like I do have that power of choice here yeah
0: well and it sounds like you're trying to remind yourself like your why like bringing it down to like why am I here and yeah. then it's like oh I actually really love this even though it's hard at times
1: yeah like yeah. I've been like at a race before and I'm like I could just you know Go to the bathroom and like pretend I was sick. Like my coach would never know. But then I'm like, okay. But then I'm gonna have to open up next week, and then I'm gonna be even more nervous. Like why? Well, why did I do it last week? Because I was nervous. Like, <laughs> like do you do it now. Just do it now because it's like that. Like I guess, and I'm I'm one of those people. Like I need to have control. So like having control of like I decided to be here and I decided I want to do this. Like. I, now that I'm thinking about it, I guess it does calm me down a little bit being like this, the, the why part, like this yeah. is why I'm here, this is why I want to do this and I'm proud of myself for even being here, even being in this position because I made all the cor- correct, whatever, choices to allow me to be here.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like the command presence and like the, the values piece of it, right? Getting in touch with your why, getting in touch with what's important to you and then taking ownership of that. yeah. Absolutely.
0: And I think that's something, too. A lot, a lot of times in sport performance, like psychology, um, you try to identify your values at the beginning so that you can always bring back to, like, why am I here? And then that allows for committed action. So it's like, even when things are hard, I'm still going to do it because you're bringing everything back to your why. Mm-hmm. So that's always a helpful technique that I know we use with people from time to time.
2: Yeah, well stated. When you know it's important to you, like can always make moves to to be in alignment with that
0: Yep, exactly so to finish off this episode patty is going to explain square breathing and and why it works and how it works (laughs) i was going to
2: explain it and then she started talking about it i'm like you know this way better than i do oh you're giving me way too much credit um so for all y'all listening if you want to like join us feel free uh but here's the explanation right like we're often taught to breathe like oh you should just breathe that'll help you with your anxiety but like no one really teaches you why or how it's important and so the idea being is you've got this autonom- autonomic nervous system in your body and so that's divided up into two systems so when you're when you're out of the blocks jada like and you're really activated and you're ready to go that's going to be your sympathetic nervous system that's that fight or flight we're going to get going we're all activated On the opposite side of the spectrum, you have your parasympathetic nervous system. Now this is the guy that's responsible for bringing you back down, calming us, getting our breath under control, and re-regulating. And so the way we activate that is actually through what's called the vagus nerve. So that's one of those uh, cranial nerves tied to your brain that goes throughout the rest of your body. So we can activate that by breathing in through the bottom part of our lungs. And so if you look at your lungs kind of like a a swimming pool, if you're filling up your swimming pool with water, the water drips all the way down to the deep end of the pool first. And so that's what we're going to do here to activate that nerve again, is we're going to breathe in through the deep end of the pool or the deep end of the lungs by pushing that belly button out. So feel free to take a breath in, pull that air into the bottom of your lungs, let it fill all the way up to the top of the pool and then exhale and we're going to do that multiple times over count it to yourself if you want to do it on a four count that's fine bring it in for four hold it for four release on the four and pause for four take a few solid breaths and then relax. <laughs> how are we feeling, everybody?
1: So <laughs> relaxed. <laughs> I just keep thinking about this fact of, like, to drain a pool and then refill, it's like $2,000. <laughs> Does <laughs> it yeah. really? Yes. Get out. <laughs> this I this did not know was that. Like, It was like a pranky plan on his brother about, like, breaking glass by the pool. He was, like, breaking out. He's like, you know how much it costs to fill this pool?
2: <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah.
1: That's um, wild. It is wild. <laughs> so, like, When we finished the activity, I was like, it's really expensive to fill a pool. We just did it like five times. <laughs> it's Good
2: thing breath work doesn't cost that much money, right?
0: <laughs> Honestly. Well, thank you both for those amazing facts. Um, to finish this episode off, I have a quote. There is no exercise better for the heart than reaching down and lifting people up. John Holmes. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you next week.